Hello on this October 17th, when autumn slowly but surely makes inroads. There has been a trace of snow already. Minnesotans know the reality that awaits. Here on Northridge Drive, I had the pleasure of seeing a red fox lying in our backyard. This is a first, seeing a fox pause for a while instead of dashing by in a fleeting way. Sometimes we see foxes that don't look healthy, but the one I saw was pretty. If it goes after rabbits, that's just nature at work, the ecosystem. We drive through Morris and we notice the Killoran stage so often. I am at an age now where I am in a shrinking circle of people who remember the people behind the names of certain places. Chiswick Field. I remember Don Chiswick, the math teacher at Morris High School. He coached baseball, of course. Lyle Rambo was a protege. I learned the expression hell's bells from Mr. Chiswick. He would sometimes say during a game, right up with, and I never knew exactly uh, what he meant by that. I kept the scorebook. Keeping score in that manner is a lost practice because of digital inroads. Our Morris football team played for a long time at Coombe Field. It's hard to recognize that place as a former football location now. I remember when it was in decay. I still went there to run laps at the old track that surrounded the field. I did speed work there with use of a stopwatch running 1600 meters at a time. I knew Bill Coombe teacher and elementary basketball coach. It was through the latter that I first got to know him. He seemed disappointed when he learned I wasn't going out for basketball in the seventh grade. I had insufficient talent, and it's not just self-deprecating for me to say that. I also seemed to have a psychological makeup that was not conducive to playing team sports. And I regret that. If I had Asperger's, that would explain it. Bill Coombe was the Morris Athletic Director in the year when Morris High School basketball made state in the one-class system. That was 1955, the year I was born. I don't care how badly Morris lost in the first round of state, our accomplishment of getting there was absolutely awesome. We got beat by Minneapolis Washburn in state. I know some local people thought our players got a little cocky over the years, having been on that team, but I do not point fingers at all. The one class tournament system was terrible and it was like climbing a mountain for our humble Morris team to get there. 
The only place where the little town beats the big city is the movie screen. One exception in Minnesota history was Edgerton. I wonder if Gene Hackman could have coached that team. <laughs> I had Bill Coombe for seventh grade history. With all his experience, I wonder why he was down in the seventh grade. Our junior high faculty had a real group identity back then. Bill Coombe liked to refer to himself in the third person. A friend and I once imagined how Coombe might ask for a raise. Mr. Coombe, you know, he needs money. Now about Eleanor Killoran. She always pined to bring back the bandshell or stage at Eastside Park. You couldn't blame her for being nostalgic. I'm not sure how practical the idea was. Fine in theory, perhaps, not in practice. I'm old enough to remember the original bandshell at the park. I heard it was taken down because of vandalism problems. There were also vandalism problems at the cemetery then. Young people were a little unruly or maybe bored back then. No cell phones to entertain them. Seriously, they didn't have enough to do. The Caloran stage today is grossly underused and it seems really rather ridiculous. The city has to maintain it. It is already showing signs of wear and age. It was once the hub for Prairie Pioneer Days, but that is gone. Eleanor Kaloran played piano for me in district music contests back in the day. God bless her memory. So it is Saturday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And looking in the ELCA devotional booklet, we have an item with the headline, The Promise of a Future. Gee, we all wonder uh, we about the future right now, what with the election so soon and having so much uh, contentiousness surrounding it. Continuing on the devotional page, but the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and will again choose Israel. Verse 1 of Isaiah 14. Continuing. The future is always murky. Still, weather forecasts, economists, and armchair prognosticators are ever predicting what the future holds. Not even Jesus knew the day or hour when the heavens and earth would pass away. Mark 13, 31-32. But with a single voice, the scriptures affirm that the future, whatever it may hold, is squarely in God's hands. Isaiah looks to a time when Babylon will get its due and Israel will be restored. 
that's not an easy promise to grasp in the midst of the pain, turmoil, and hard service Israel is enduring. But Babylon did eventually fall. The people were restored. God acts on behalf of God's people again and again throughout the pages of Scripture and throughout history. As God's people today, we place our hope in this long history of God's faithfulness. It's not always easy. But given that hope, we can persevere and find joy in life, in the here and now, no matter what the future holds. God of hope, our future is in your hands. We trust you to guide and accompany us there. Amen. Prayer Concern Meteorologists and Economists End of quoted material. Indeed, the future seems a rather foreboding subject right now. Who knows what kind of thoughts I will be sharing in the days immediately following our national election. Will the sense of conflict quickly subside? Will we have a uh, orderly resolution of it all? That would be the best scenario. Would that we could all count on that. Alas. Well, let us just pray and take one day at a time. I am informed that First Lutheran Church of Morris will not have an outdoor service tomorrow. The weather is becoming, well, this happens in the fall. <laughs> And as for in-person services, there is some talk of those beginning again on November 1st. I'm not sure that's a slam dunk. I'm rather doubtful that uh, I would be enthused about attending with all that is going on with uh, the pandemic statistics across the United States. It's very, it's very worrisome, especially with our lack of leadership from the federal government level. Very concerning. But let us say a prayer and, uh, and as always, hope for the best. Good day. <laughs>